Good morning, everyone. It's Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? This is a uh, somber day, you know, at least at the beginning always is. Um, September 11th, I remember where I was. I was a, an, an adult and I was uh, working evening, so I was always off during the day. And my mom was still working, and she called me with some gibberish message that I didn't understand. Turn on TV, World Trade Center. And I was like, what? You know, and you get annoyed with your parent because it was early. And I'm like, I worked till midnight. I didn't get home till 1 o'clock. What are you talking about? So I did manage to um, get up, and I turned on the television. And I was horrified because what I was watching... Uh, was basically the 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 towers were still standing. They were just on fire, and it was horrible. And I'm like, people are in there. It was just awful. And then I I think my nephew called me, or I called him. Somehow I knew he was home. He was homesick from school. He was in high school, and I called him, or he called me, and we started talking. And we were on the phone when the uh, tower fell. That was horrible. Um, I think we, we watched both towers fall. It was just bad. It was just horrible. What a horrible day and a horrible thing to witness. And I don't know if people will ever show those again. Like, you know, they show something uh, triumphant like walking on the moon. But, I mean, watching those towers fall and knowing people were in there and people were on the ground. And it was just awful. Terrible day. And I think it changed America in a lot of ways, Uh, not only in the inconvenience of the airport, but, you know, I think that day, especially people realize that we have enemies and the, the freedoms, whether they're flawed and, you know, with all the issues we have in this country, the freedoms that we have are envied by other countries or hated by other countries some countries don't believe women should have the right to vote or talk or speak or show their bodies uh, or be alive you know some countries don't believe that other races should be able to have equal access to things whether they whether you perceive it as equal or not other countries don't think you should even have that opportunity to have the conversation You know, they're threatened by the people who aren't traditionally in power in their countries. They don't want anybody to to dilute that or uh, muddy that or have anybody get any bright ideas. I mean, there are a lot of people in the world that their cultures are completely different. And sometimes in America, we just get so immersed in our own thinking that we forget. And I think September 11th was a good reminder that, you know, when you have an enemy, it doesn't matter uh, that you're old or young or black or white or you live over there and I live over here. And yeah, you know, it we're there are people who vilify us all because we're American. Like that's deep. So I feel like people were really kind. I guess it's because you just you just don't see something like that every day. And I know so many people died at work just jumping off. And they were jumping off those those buildings and landing on the high. I mean, God, that was just horrible. Um, 
really, really tough day. And I do think there are times when Americans need to be reminded that what we are doing here, this little experiment we call freedom and uh, justice for all, even when you feel it's unfair, it's still light years ahead of some other places where people live. And I'm all about respecting where people are. And if, if it's not for you, cool, but don't like, don't bully us. You know, I'm not into bullies. So we need to protect what is American. The problem is we don't all agree on what's American. So, <clears throat> excuse me, there's that. What about this Bolton thing? You know, Trump says he fired him. Bolton says he re- he resigned. That we are living in such an interesting time. This guy, Bolton, goes and texts Fox uh, News basically saying, y'all lying he lying on me I resigned okay that's interesting that's I mean that is fascinating I don't know if it's true I don't know what to believe but I've never seen a sitting president uh that someone took a tweet to dispute what they said like that's incredible then you got Antonio Brown being accused of raping someone behind the heels of all the news that we've heard about him in the last I don't know year and a half it's really not a stretch. We knew something like this was probably coming down the pike. I don't know who to believe in these situations. It's always it's always super stressful for me because it's like I don't want to reward bad behavior, but I also don't want to accuse somebody of something that that didn't happen, you know. So I, I just got to let the investigation play out and see what happens. But to me. You know, I think 10 years of NFL hits have really taken a toll on Antonio, his judgment. I'm not saying he's guilty of anything, but I have to wonder his judgment and his behavior seems erratic even before these claims of of rape. Um, And it's really coming into question, like how violent is football? You know, they they are doing these studies on old brains. But what about? people who are still playing you know you you play football from the time you're you know little you know five six to to 30 you've taken a lot of hits you know man size hits don't come until you're probably in college but especially in the pros but you know it's deep it's really really deep and I hope that um we are not watching the implosion of what was once a fine football player. And I'm telling you, we're we're going to see the implosion of the NFL soon. I mean, it I just don't see how it can sustain this kind of behavior because it's not a sport of polished gentlemen. Certainly there are some good human beings that play football, never get in any trouble, great folks. Russell Wilson comes to mind, Larry Fitzgerald comes to mind. Um Absolutely, and you can go back years and years, but it's the the nature of the sport. It's hard for it to be America's number one sport because it's not clean cut. That's why they don't mic every play. That's why you can't hear anything. You know, um, they don't let you in the locker room. You know, nobody wants to be on hard knocks because they don't want to be filmed. You know what I mean? It's it's a grimy sport. So grimy things happen in grimy sports so we'll see i i definitely don't see it staying america's number one sport uh 
you know, baseball is kind of squeaky clean, but it's nobody's into it. It's boring. And then, you know, people of color can't even hardly play baseball. You used to be able to just play uh, at, you know, in the neighborhood, people had teams. But now the only way you get real attention is these travel leagues and they're expensive. They're thousands of dollars. And uh, kids without, you know, a parent who plays baseball, who's willing to sit down and show them how to play, you know, or give them interest in it. It's gonna, it's hard. That's why there's like a disparity of black players in the uh, major in major league baseball. Uh, and when I was growing up, it was the opposite. You know, there were a lot of brothers with froes and big old, you know, with their baseball cap over their big giant fro. That would that would used to be hilarious. Uh, we were always worried about our hair. Uh, the other thing that was on my mind: uh, there was a heinous crime in St. Louis. A man stabbed his neighbor's dog. Uh, I don't really know any details other than what I read in the paper. But stabbing dogs, like what is going on? And the outpouring of support for the dog always is amazing to me. I mean, we've had a a record summer, according to the media, of children being murdered. FYI, kids have been getting murdered for longer than just this summer. But okay. Record number. I have not seen the outpouring of energy and emphasis on that as I have for dogs. For this dog in particular. It is incredible. And it always makes me ask the question, and I ask it here regularly. What is it? you know the things that make people passionate just kind of escape me chicken sandwiches and the dog I mean and they and I'm not equating murdering a dog to chicken sandwiches that is the chicken sandwich debate was goofy to me but murdering a dog is you're a sociopath maybe even a psychopath like stabbing a dog multiple times like what is the point of that um and then I heard about another older case where a man had sledgehammered his dog to death. And I don't even understand why people do stuff like that. But the public outpouring for it versus any other crime is incredible to me. You know, it's like Michael Vick lost his whole job over the dog fighting thing. But nobody really remembers he had no public shame regarding or minimal public shame. Most media outlets did not pick up on around the same time he was being sued by a woman for giving her genital herpes and he knowingly gave it to her because he was getting treatment under the name Ron Mexico and that was her lawsuit like you knew you gave it to me he said he didn't know he had it but they found out he was going to get treatment that that was a blip of news that's like no news on that hardly you had to really scrounge around to find the details on that. But the dog thing, he lost his whole job, uh, had to do all kinds of public penance. And I mean, it was incredible. It, it was just really, really incredible to me that it that the one story got nothing and probably could have been a big PR fiasco if anybody cared. But they didn't. They only cared about the dogs. That is fascinating to me. I just don't understand what moves people's needle. Um, But once it moves, it's off the chart. You know? And dogs, that's one of them. 
Definitely. Chicken sandwiches, murdering dogs. It's incredible. Uh, I just, I, those aren't two things that move my needle. So it's hard for me. And I'm not saying chicken sandwiches aren't delicious, but I'm gluten free. So make me a delicious gluten free chicken sandwich and we can talk. Um, And no, it's not trendy. I have an allergy. And then, you know, the dogs. I love dogs. I think it's horrendous to do this to a dog. But it's almost like people lose perspective. I read notes where people are like, give him the death penalty. Stab him 50 times. I mean, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We are, this is an interesting society we live in. It really is. And I'm enjoying it. Horrible day today. September 11th uh, will live in infamy. We need a a catchphrase for that, like uh, D-Day. I mean, it was really a tough thing to watch. And uh, I won't forget. I won't forget what I saw and I won't forget how I felt. And, um, you know, yeah, that I guess that really is it. That's America. Chicken sandwiches and and uh, you know, crying for calling for the head of a guy who stabs a dog. That's the beauty of America. You can send all the messages you want, and whatever resonates with people is what resonates with people. Hmm. Happy Wednesday.
missed you.